Can I ask you a question? Did you ever have a podcast so aligned with you? And every single one of your friends was listening and laughing to you. But 15 seconds later, they were clapping too. What is this podcast? <laughs> Welcome back to Get Fitty With It. I am your host, Holly Stark Lockets. And yes, yes, I have done when I still had Mary here with me, um, uh, the Taylor Swift song question, Get Fitty rendition before. Uh, but I will say that one was better. Because uh, I remember that I couldn't keep the tune the first time around. <laughs> so, you know, I'm really proud of that. But anyways, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you guys here. Uh, today is just an episode with me. Uh, and we are going to talk a little bit, expanding a little bit, I guess you could say, on uh, some things that I talked about in the prior episode, the intentions episode two weeks ago. Um, but before we dive into that, let's catch up a little bit on other things. Uh, so first things first, let's look at our planet check-in. Uh, I actually decided to focus this slightly different this time around. I've got just four upcoming um planetary events that I want to share with you, but only really one that I'm going to talk about. So with that being said, the day that this podcast releases on the 14th of August, the moon moves into Leo, which we are currently in Leo season. Uh, then on the 16th of August, which is going to be Wednesday, the new, uh, the moon moves into Virgo and it's a new moon in Virgo. So with this new moon, this is where I want to dive a little bit deeper. So with the new moon, uh, it is coming in at about 9.40 Eastern time on the 14th. Then from there, the earth sign, it's an earth sign, uh, is all about getting organized, fine-tuning your schedule, focusing on self-improvement. And the new moon's really just about bringing that sort of energy your way as well. So with this upcoming new moon, it reminds us that we're playing for the long game and nothing long-lasting comes quickly, says astrologer Imani Quinn. She says it may inspire you to evaluate how you take care of your health, inspiring us to collectively and individually get our responsibilities in order. And because Virgo actually rules the sixth house of health and routine, this lunation brings forth a fruitful time to revamp your physical and spiritual rituals and focus on wellness. New moons in general are all about resetting, reflecting, and given that this is an earth sign, really grounded energy, there will be extra emphasis on recharging your batteries so that you can actually move forward as your best self. This is a chance to evaluate what you've been working on and what hasn't been working for you, so that way you can build a future with these upgrades in mind. So like I said, that was uh, from astrologer Imani Quinn, uh, but I really loved that uh, kind of deep, uh, or I should say deep, that dive into the Virgo, but also the new moon energy to give you guys a good understanding of using both of those together. Uh, then later in the week on the 19th of August, we move, have, or we have the moon move in to Libra. And then finally on the 21st, we have the moon move into Scorpio. So that's kind of the upcoming uh, small lunar things that I wanted to talk about with you guys. Um, but from here, I wanted to, actually, I really don't have a ton of favorites this week. Um, so 
one of them is going to bring me into actually my topic that I want to talk on. So before I do that, I'm actually going to do a small like habit check in and then we're going to the favorites. So with that, two favorites that I wanted to share is a very small one. Oh, wait. I literally just talked about I'm not doing my favorites. I'm going to do my habits. And then I did the favorites. Let's back it up because I guess I got too excited. <laughs> and let's look at the habits instead. So since I last talked to you guys, um, I actually was cat sitting for one of my friends uh, for two weeks. And so I was going over there after work every day. And during those two weeks, I will say my habits were a little bit off. I was not doing as much movement um, and things like that just because I was getting home a little bit later. It was just kind of throwing off my routine. Obviously, I was happy to do it. And I'm so excited that she and her uh, partner and the little one got to experience a very good vacation, but it was just different from my routine. And so that's always going to obviously kind of um, set us off a little bit. So this week is my first week back from that, not having that. Um, so this week has been a lot more on track, if you will, uh, in terms of it's Sunday when I'm recording this, excuse me, and I have hit all of my goals except for two, my Reiki and my reading. I still have one day of each, but I, it is early. The day is young. That can still happen. <laughs> um, but along with that too, um, the last two weeks, even though I wasn't hitting up my movement goal uh, every week or my reading goal, that was the other thing I, I realized kind of was kind of suffering. I was still staying on top of all the other things, my gua sha and my reiki and creating and things like that. So I was happy about that, I will say. Now I'm moving into my favorites. <laughs> the first thing that I wanted to have a very just small shout out really is because it's midway through August, I felt it was the appropriate time to do this as of yesterday, August 12th. And that was buy my first pumpkin spice creamer. Yes, you heard me buy my first pumpkin spice creamer of the season. And we got home from the grocery store yesterday and I decided let's break it out. I put a little of my coffee then and I've had it in my coffee this morning and I'm living my best fall hot, but fall pretend life. <laughs> And I'm so excited. I told my husband that, you know, we won't buy uh, any of the actual like pumpkin spice seasoned or, you know, type of coffee until September. But the creamer, I just, you know, I needed it. I needed it. My soul needed it, you know. Uh, I'm sure some of you can understand. <laughs> so that's just like a really small shout out. Um, if you have a favorite pumpkin spice coffee creamer, I would love to know it drop me like a message or an email or whatever you wish, but um, I'm always scouting for like the best one. So let me know what your favorite is. My second favorite, and this is something I honestly probably have talked about one time or another uh, on the podcast, but I have been, I use it every day. So I can't even say I've been using it a lot more recently because I use it every day all the time. I, but you know what? I am switching it because I have a different type. Here we go. And that's the Coco Kind Silk SPF, the sunscreen by Coco Kind. They have two kinds. They have your daily SPF and then the silk SPF. I just ran out of this. Oh, I'm about to run out of the silk SPF. So I'm breaking out another bottle that I have the daily, which I do love, I will say. But the silk SPF is a different level. Uh, it doesn't really have a smell, but to me, it smells 
better than the daily SPF. And it's just so light and it's so just nice on my face and it just sets so nicely. And I just, I can't say enough about it. So if you've been looking for a good SPF or sunscreen, especially for your face, since that is for me, the thing that's always exposed, uh, definitely I would check out Cocoa Pines. And I do know that the cell, the both SPS, SPF sunscreens at Target or obviously on their website. So with that leads us into our last favorite, which is going to lead us into our little topic for today. And that is, dun, 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 the Barbie movie. So I won't give any spoilers. And I really, I'm not going to even talk about a lot of the specifics with the Barbie movie and my segue topic will not give away anything either. But first things first, I absolutely loved 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 this movie um I knew that I would love it uh from the like the trailers and stuff I knew it was going to be just something I enjoyed thoroughly but what I didn't know it was gonna do is really just revive this deep seated love I have had especially when I was younger for Barbie um I've been have, just watching so many videos of like the cast filming it, but also just how they did a lot of the filming because I just found it so fascinating. The way the sets looked, the way the clothing looked, you know, all of that sort of stuff. I loved that it really did look like parts were just filmed like on a Hollywood soundstage because that's such a Barbie look because it's a doll in her, you know, doll land in Barbie land. Uh, so I will say absolutely loved that. I think it was absolutely fantastic. Um, but there's one specific moment in the movie that, well, there's a lot, there's actually two specific movies, moments in the movie that really made me um, <clears throat> little tear up. But one cut is not a spoiler. I don't feel at all. Um, but that really kind of segue this topic that I want to share with you guys today. And that is right after Barbie gets into uh, the um, human world, which uh, that I feel like that's not a spoiler at all. If you've watched the trailer, um, <laughs> you you kind of know the journey of what she's slightly doing uh anyways so barbie gets into the human world and she sits next to this old woman on a bench and she looks over at her and says something like you're beautiful or you know something along the lines of that and the old woman looks at her and smiles and she's like i know and i loved 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 that i seriously i i was smiling from ear to ear I was tearing up and I don't think my husband noticed at that point because it was so early in the movie honestly still <laughs> but I, I just felt like the one the way that they chose to have this character of Barbie you know the stereotypical perfect woman quote unquote and and let alone it's Margot Robbie's Barbie which is the stereotype you know stereotypical Barbie um having her say it to someone else who's not Barbie but also the fact that it's you know an elderly woman and a lot of times someone that maybe wouldn't get that comment and or especially in Hollywood you you know would see it like to a young girl or a, you know a young man or you know something like that but no she chose to actively say it to an elderly woman who's you know looks very average if you will and that just I just wish and I just hope that everyone at some point in their life 
can feel that way that that woman did when she answered and she said I know and, and she believed it because there has been so many years in my life that I would often say you know things like that I've always been kind of sarcastic in that way towards towards like the way I look and and my confidence I guess towards my body um but I, I used to do it because I wasn't confident in my body and how it looked and now I do because I am and it's such a different um take because I remember years ago you know someone gave me a compliment I might be like I know you know but then in my head I'd be like but I'm not I'm this I'm that I'm you know xyz and pick myself apart and be so mean about every piece of my body and that's not what happens anymore now someone might compliment me and I might say I know and of course, yes, that sounds conceited, but it, it's true. I, I know that I am beautiful and I know that I, um, you know, have this amazing body that carries me through so much and that has carried me through so much and is going to continue to do so for me and it shows up for me. And, you know, every little thing that, you know, I have the cellulite on my legs, it's, it's, it's part of me. It's part of my story. I went through so much with this body and, and it's still there because it's still part of me. And it's something that I can share about and say, yeah, who the fuck cares? <laughs> I don't. And you shouldn't either. Um, so that's kind of the, the Barbie segue. Just that comment alone really just got me thinking. And, and like I had said, I, I just wish that everybody could experience that. And it takes a lot of work and I've been trying to recall, especially the last few days, kind of thinking about doing this, this topic for the podcast of, you know, when did I have that shift? Cause you know, I would say probably four or five years ago, maybe is when I, I feel like I really started to get more into the self-love side of the journey, um, and getting into like, um, really the positive speaking to myself even more so like actually practicing and working on it and if I said something mean about myself or rude about myself whether it was to someone or in my head or whatever it was like oh my legs are so fat I would immediately follow it in my head typically but if I was alone comment out loud um to kind of reinforce it but of something positive something I loved we're just flipping that comment all together and I did that for so long that I couldn't really pinpoint when like this this moment happened that I really actually started to believe it and and believe myself and and just truly love my body no matter what it looked like and I think that's because I just started making this really conscious effort that I would not speak negatively about my body and if I did if I made a joke or whatever I would always always follow it by something positive something kind because I did not want that energy to resonate in my body because I've I've let it resonate in my body for so many years and I let it carry so much extra weight in my body and I truly think that in the last few years since COVID when I've lost a lot a lot of weight again the biggest part of it was truly that I loved myself this time around and I could let go of so much emotional weight that I have been holding onto about the way that my physical body looks. And that is insane. 
but it's true for so many people, especially so many women, but I do know so many men too. And so that's all to say that it takes time. It takes a lot of time and it takes a very conscious effort to, to change your thoughts, to change the way you think. Now I, I rarely have like negative thoughts about my body. You know, it's usually just on days where I'm really down about other things that sometimes it might creep in. But other than that, I don't. And, And I have been someone who has been so, and you guys have heard me and Mary, when, she, you know, she was on the podcast, talk about in many episodes, you know, I used to be so obsessed with the way that my body looked and how others viewed me and my attractiveness, if you will. And I just, I, I so dearly wish I could go back and I've done this in like different meditations and stuff, like in a spiritual type of way. Um, but part of me, you know, so truly wishes I could just go back to my younger self you know, when I was like 10, 11, even like 13, 14, like those really awkward years when I just was so upset with how I looked, so upset with how I looked and just tell her like, you're going to be fine. And I wish I could like tell myself back then that the words I say about myself matter and they carry energy and they carry weight and that I cannot afford to think negatively or rudely about my body because it's the only thing it's the only one I'm getting in this in this lifetime you know so why beat ourselves up why not just love it thoroughly and fully love it take care of it as best as we can you know I know that's a little rambly um, but I really hope that resonates with some of you. And if you've had like, um, you know, a, a self-love journey in, in terms of the way you view yourself and the way you see yourself, and especially with your physical appearance, I would love to hear it. Uh, I'd love to share it. You know, that's something I, I would, I think it'd be so fun and I don't know how I organize this. So this is something that my brain is just thinking kind of like out loud that maybe putting out in the universe is going to help but I would love to like eventually have um whether it's like a panel of a, a bunch of women or like recording small segments with a bunch of women um and men actually that have have worked on themselves and have done this sort of work and like just hearing their their journey their story and like kind of clipping them all together I think that would be just so beautiful and magical and just help so many because as you start to hear it you start to do it you become more conscious of it become more aware of it and become more mindful of it and so that is going to lead into our self-love quickie of this week the self-love quickie of this week is knowing that your body is a loving vessel so if you treat your body like a loving vessel it'll not only boost the love you have for yourself but it's also going to boost your energy so we want to be intentional with what we put into our body our food, uh, our nutrients, making sure we're getting nutrients and foods because we want to feel good. So if we have those those really nutrient-rich foods that we're going to be oozing out of us. Also, loving your body as a vessel in terms of the words you're speaking to it. Like I said, 
speaking out loud or speaking internally, it is important what you are saying. It is important because it carries weight. And so the quote of the week is by very, very gorgeous woman. Her name is Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> and the quote of this week is, imperfection is beauty. Madness is genius. And it's better to be absolutely ridiculous than absolutely boring. Imperfection is beauty. Madness is genius. And it's better to be absolutely ridiculous than absolutely boring. There's no perfect, there's no standard that none of, any of us need, need to live up to or feel like we need to live up to. It's time to move and shift and change those societal norms. We don't need to compare ourselves to one another and we don't need to only have one body, body type in this world. There are so many body types. There are so many sizes and shapes and they're all beautiful. And so this week, I'm incredibly grateful for three things. I'm incredibly grateful for my husband. It's his birthday today as I'm recording this. And uh, I got um, a really fun little book that was like 50 ways you're awesome. And it had like little prompts in it. And I wrote them all out the other day and I had so much fun with it. And he read it this morning and giggled at many and it just really warmed my heart. So I'm so grateful for him. I am secondly so grateful for um, just my family and my friends. I have such a good little knit community of, of my few really good friends and uh, my family on the Stark side and the Lockett side. And I'm just so grateful for that. And three, I am grateful for the sunshine. I I really love the sunny days. It helps me brighten up and it helps me motivate and, and energize and want to do things. And I know um, so many of us are motivated by the sun. So if you're with me, you know, let me know. But anyways, with that, that is this week's episode. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you want to share your self-love journey or favorites or anything else, uh, always feel free to check the show notes, but you can reach out to me on Instagram at getfittywiththepod. Or you can email in at getfittywiththepod at gmail.com. Uh, I do have, I know, an upcoming guest here, I think about two weeks out, um, or no, I'm sorry, two weeks, about a month out, two episodes out. So next episode, I will be coming back for the intentions reflections for the month. But until then, I hope you have a beautiful next two weeks. Enjoy that new moon energy. And until then, I will see you next time. Mm -hmm.